0: Welcome to the Inventory Nation podcast, a show designed to bring you the incredible voices and stories of veterinary professionals coast to coast, all while helping you to manage and control your inventory. I'm your host, Nicole Klaassen, coach, advisor, and champion for veterinary teams and their inventory. Joining you live from the mountains of Montana. Welcome to the show. Hello, Welcome back to the Inventory Nation podcast. I am so excited that you are here. Hello, my friend. Hello, my wonderful sunbeam. So glad that you're here. Um, Not sure if you'll be able to hear on the recording, but the birds... Um, are just having a field day outside. It just, like, rained, and then today it's, like, really sunny, so I think they're just, like, out there living their best life, so hopefully it's not too loud or distracting, but um, just so you know what's going on back there. <laughs> so, welcome to today's episode. So, in this episode, I really wanted to talk about... um You know, some different ways and strategies that you can um, order things, especially for our hospital supplies and white goods that, you know, aren't necessarily you having to like go around, dig through cabinets, babysit all the items uh, and rely on the want book. So that's where we're going to head for today's episode. Um, truly excited to have you here. Um, so kind of upcoming this quarter, I have some really fun stuff planned. Um, has a workshop planned, a podcast series, um, some other cool, fun things. So, just if you're not um, getting the Inventory Injection Newsletter, um, recommend signing up so you don't miss any of the good stuff, Um, although I'm sure I'll announce it here on the podcast as well. So, and um, I hope you have been enjoying the summer, trying to stay cool. My um, heart and my thoughts um, go out um, to all of our um, practices and folks that are in Hawaii, especially in Maui. Um, Lahaina holds a huge, wonderful, amazing spot in my heart. So I've just been thinking about you so much. Um, same goes to all of our folks in California with all the wild, wild weather. I guess it's just like a year of wild, wild weather. So thinking about you all, um, you know, and I just love you so much and I'm just so glad you're here. So let's go ahead and dive right in, shall we? So I think when it comes to... So let me back up. I remember when I was like still in practice, all that other stuff, and I... So if you haven't heard my story before, my only training as an inventory manager was when you shake a bottle and it feels low, you order it. And I just remember standing there at the pharmacy and I was like, but wait, what does that actually mean? And so in the beginning, I struggled with a capital S. I did not know what to order, when to order. I was like shaking bottles and like looking through everything. So like I would forget to order stuff all the time because either it wasn't getting written down on the book or, you know, I was brand new to the practice. I didn't even know that we carried it. Right. So I was like, how am I supposed to order something if I don't even know that I should be ordering it? And so you know, I really kind of discovered the power of order points and, um, you know, that really just changed the game for me because I was able to quantify what low meant, but then also at the same time, I could really um, see what was low without relying on somebody to tell me. So that's what I want for you is, you know, especially as we're shorthanded, especially as we don't have as much time as we'd like, um, you know, figuring out a way or ways in plural to kind of have that flag that we're low and know how much that we need to order um, easily and quickly can be so, so helpful. So. Kind of more specifically today, I wanted to talk about kind of how you can weave... Order points or order flags into our hospital supplies, our white goods, and things that are consumable, right? Because in our practice, we kind of have two large categories of inventory things that are consumed um, and things that are sold. So oftentimes, right, in our, let's say, a surgical procedure, we're consuming it and using gauze and glove and suture and you know the list goes on whereas we might be dispensing or selling um, you know pain reliever or you know, an e-call or something like that. So we're dispensing or selling those items in our practice management system that allows us to track it a little bit more closely. But all of our gauze, our tongue depressors, our um, syringes, our needles, our extension sets, like the list goes on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> um, those items are Aren't really tracked in our practice management system because it ends up being kind of a bit of work and a little bit cumbersome. So a lot of times I find even if you're using order points in your practice management system, you might still be relying on the wand book or looking to see what is low for um, you know, each of these items. And so, you know, as far back as I can remember, I like. You know, even before I was an inventory manager myself, I remember the inventory manager, whoever it was in the practice I was at, would just like dig through cabinets constantly, like checking on things. Oh, are we rolling in low on this, low on that, et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, there's got to be a better way, right? So I want to introduce kind of this concept to you of marrying our reorder points and our inventory organization and kind of combining those two together. And so there's kind of a couple different ways that we can do this. Um, my favorite way and the way that I think works well, um, just I found is reorder tags. So reorder tags are basically a flag essentially that's rubber banded to the low point or your minimum level um whatever that you want to call it and then when somebody goes to open that they pull off the tag um and give it to you some way somehow often in a bin and then you know that that item is now running low So I think the application of this can be used far and wide. So I think one of the really great things about reorder tags is is it does not require a lot of upkeep in your practice management system. So, you know, you don't have to kind of counting isn't required, keeping it accurate isn't required, anything like this. As long as you can kind of get over the hurdle of making sure that your team gives you those tags um, when they're pulled off of that low item, it can be a system that works really, really great for you. It's low tech, it's easily applicable to a lot of different items, and so I think there's a huge benefit to that. Um, You know, and of course, that's not to say that there's not downsides. Like if somebody takes off the tag and just sticks it right next to the, you know, sticks it on the shelf or puts it in their smock or puts it in the trash, you name it. So as long as we can kind of get past that, um, you know, kind of bigger hurdle, our tags can work really great. That's also to say because they don't, you know, require any input or information from our practice management system that means we can use them with a huge variety of items so we can use them for office supplies um you know we can use it for in-house lab um supplies i find so often the in-house labs is kind of one of those areas where things get forgotten about um or just kind of like the ordering is mismatched or you know you're kind of running out of things and so reorder tags is such a good solution for that because you know let's say for example if you're using the iDex CBC machine and you know you need that stain pack for it to run okay and, you know, like sometimes depending on the size of your practice and volume of your practice, of course, um, you know, you might need it once every three months and maybe once every two months that I think kind of some of our more like random Things that are ordered maybe once every two months, once every three months, et cetera, et cetera. It's really hard to keep those in the back of our mind to be like, oh, yeah, I should go check that. Because um, you already have so much in your brain to keep track of. So that's another reason why I love the tags, is because you can stick a tag on the item or really any item that you order infrequently. Or if it does get used or sold, you want to know about it right away so we can replace it. Um, So I think um, that's a situation where the tags definitely, definitely, definitely can come in handy. Uh, But also for our, um, you know, our in-house rotors or in-house clips, um, you know, whatever that we can do to set those up um, on some type of flag is going to be so crucial and important, right? Because especially with lab work, we can't run in-house lab work if we don't have the proper equipment or supplies for that. And so if we're leaving it up to our team relying, or if we're leaving it up to our team to tell us when it's low, that we're kind of playing a little bit of a dangerous game because it's something that's so integral and critical to our patients and our patient care, right? Like, Imagine it just like gives me like a tummy just thinking about it. But right, like imagine you have like a full day of surgeries, right? And you like start prepping for the day, and you realize you have like enough for one set of lab work left, right? You have like one clip left. You're down to your last rotor. Like that just gives me the heebies jeebies just thinking about it. So. Some of those like really critical items, it can be helpful to have um, some type of flag because, and also kind of what I was just saying was oftentimes our team might not understand what low means, right? Because again, like I said, depending on the volume of our practice, you know, low to someone might mean maybe we have like one or two left, right? Whereas maybe you're a seven doctor practice who, you know, eats a box of lab, you know, tests in like a day. So, because of your unique practice, how many doctors you have, your unique volume, you know, the n- amount of like in-house labs you do, this will be very, very practice dependent. And so quantifying that and giving your, um, you know, in-house labs, your items, whatever that looks like for you, um, a particular flag and quantifying that just so, so helpful and um, will just just change the game for you for sure. So, like I said, big fan of reorder tags. Um, I find that they have a lot of applications. um, They can be applied very easily um, and integrated, um, you know, fairly successful in a lot of practices. So, now that's not to say it might not work in all of them, right? Um, There are some practices where it's just, um, it's really hard to get that traction, get their team to, um, you know, put those tags in a bin. So. Um, Another really helpful one is um, shelf labels. So I find this um, especially helpful like in your central storage or maybe where you have an area where a lot of your hospital supplies and consumables is kind of in one area and kind of setting up shelf labels that have the minimum and maximum levels on there so that, you know, when you're Let's say that you just like open your central storage, you look at a shelf and you're like, oh, this is gauze, I should have a minimum of two and a maximum of 10, let's just say. So I know if I'm getting close to that two mark or if I'm maybe at one, um, I know that I need to order that pretty quickly. So I always find shelf labels a super helpful way to um, just see your um, order points or your low levels at a glance, it's also nice um because then you can add like a sticker or some kind of alert um if it's on back order um And if you have shelf labels, then hopefully if somebody else is putting away those items, they can put them back in the correct location rather than just shoving them on the closest shelf that you'll find, right? So you don't have to go on like an archeology span expedition just to find where that order was in packed. Hopefully with the shelf labels, folks are able to add it to where it needs to be um so um that can also be really helpful and kind of then another kind of maybe balance between reorder tags and shelf labels is also reorder bins so reorder bins can be a really helpful way of kind of providing a container for an item like let's say um you know primary iv lines right they're just in those little plastic baggies and they're just like you know, sometimes they can just really get messy and just like all over the place. But if we have a nice bin to kind of contain them in, and then we have either a shelf label or we have our reorder tag, it helps to um, have everything more organized, but it also then gives you that flag when something is low. So, and there are a lot of different other um kind of types and ways to use reorder flags, um, right? We can have order point checklists. We could have, um, like we've already talked about, order points in our practice management system. Um, You could have an Amazon Alexa in the treatment area so that you say, hey, blank, I don't want (laughs) to set anyone's off. You say, add more gauze to the order list. So there are quite a few different ways to kind of bring in your order points and what I kind of invite you to do is think about you know what do my order flags look like now? Am I relying on the wand book or do I have another way of recognizing when something is low? Not only for our most commonly used items but also those items where we might use them once every two months or three months but they're super critical to your practice like our stain packs for our cbc machines or maybe we have an ambu bag or we have um you know something that's like a jackson prad drain something that's really critical um and when we need it we really need it so what kind of methods do you use in your practice to kind of recognize when something is low and to keep track of those things? Um, do you have a way of, you know, right now, are you digging through cabinets and drawers and trying to figure out what you do and don't have and what's low? And, you know, is that something that you're experiencing? Or do you find that you have a pretty good system? So I just kind of invite you to kind of brainstorm and look at that. And if you're like, ooh, I really kind of need a flag when something is low, um, you know, don't forget that I have, um, a course called Reorder Tag Magic. It's $9 and it'll help you. It walks you through the entire process from beginning to end, soup to nuts. I never really understood where that phrase came from. My dad always says it. I don't know what that means. Anyways, A to Z, start to finish, um, It'll walk you through the whole process of creating and implementing reorder tags. And I have quite a bit in there about talking to your team about um, getting started with tags, setting them up for success um, so that you can implement these and they kind of stick in your practice. So if that's something that would be helpful for you, you can go to reordertagmagic.com. The course really is $9. There's lots of templates, videos, self-paced. You get lifetime access. So that's helpful for you. That's a resource that you can use. Or you can also get reorder tags for free from your distributors. So don't forget, um, you know, if you have a relationship with any of your reps, you know, give them a call and ask for some reorder tags. So um, then I just kind of, um, you know, thinking about um, quite a few folks that I've talked with um, have kind of, um, you know, they've been on vacation this summer. They've had some things that have kind of distracted them or, you know, maybe they're shorthanded and they've had to have their attention focused elsewhere in the practice. And so I, I'm finding that a lot of people are, um, you know, especially as we go into fall and winter is thinking about, okay, I need to kind of come back, do a little bit of a reset on my inventory and figure out, you know, what I need to do and what the best path Forward is. So if that's you, I just kind of invite you, you know, maybe take five minutes, two minutes, whatever you need, and just kind of think about, okay, where am I at right now? Where do I want to go? And what is something that I could do today that would make an impact and kind of help move me in that direction? Because I think, you know, one of the things about our inventory is there's never, we don't have an an end point, right? We're always, we're always going to be managing inventory unless we're no longer in that role, but um, it never stops, right? We always have to replenish it. We're always trying to make improvements and adjustments. And so don't forget to celebrate, you know, your little wins and your big wins that you're like, hey, I got my order in before the cutoff. How am I going to celebrate? Oh, hey, I did not run out of anything in the last couple of weeks, how am I going to celebrate? Oh, I just unpacked a huge order. Boom. How am I going to celebrate? So um, those are just kind of some parting things to think about and, you know, thinking through what's going to be helpful for you. What's going to be supportive? What resources do you need? What, you know, how can I help and, you know, kind of support you in your process and in that journey? So there you have it for today's episode, my friend. Um, just a kind of quick recap. We talked about different ways you can kind of um, marry and combine your order points with your organization. Um, so our reorder tags, um, reorder bins, um Shelf labels, um, those are all really good things to start with. And so, especially if you're looking at your practice management system and you're like, oof, this is, this is going to take some work and some effort. A lot of times these are shelf labels, our reorder tags, our reorder bins. These are something that we can implement into our inventory systems, into our practice that don't require a ton of kind of pre-work or kind of getting stuff um, settled, we can just kind of almost start implementing them right away. So... Hopefully that helps. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully, the birds you listen to the birds and um spend some time thinking about your organization so and also, if you have any tips or something that works well in your practice, I would love to hear about it. I love hearing from you. I love hearing your updates um, and how you're doing. It just means so much to me, and I truly enjoy it. So thank you so much for taking time to listen to this um, episode. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, the rest of your week. And we'll talk soon, my friend. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inventory Nation podcast and spending your time with me. I know your time is valuable and in short supply, so it truly is an honor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe or leave a review. Be sure to visit vetlogic.co slash podcast podcast to access the show notes and discover additional links and resources. See you next time.